Welcome to episode 22 of the Balanced Working Moms podcast. I'm Rena Misha, and I'm so thrilled you're listening. If you're a busy mom like me who's trying to manage it all, you're in the right place. In this podcast, you'll hear all kinds of ways to make life calmer, more organized, and even happier. In this episode, we're going to talk about a very, very important and powerful tool for self-care. And in my world, this tool is as important as meditating, exercise, and eating right. Yeah, it's way up there. And that tool is journaling. And there are a ton of ways to journal. And there are even ways to journal very quickly. I know you're a busy mom and you don't have time to be pouring over your journal. That sounds very junior high, doesn't it? But you may not have realized what a powerful tool journaling could be. Doctors recommend exercise. Nutritionists recommend eating healthy. And I recommend that you journal, not only for your emotional health, but also even for your physical health. And also, it's just going to make you happier. Does this sound crazy? Let's see if you agree with me after we finish this episode. Hello, my friends. Welcome to this episode. I wanted to tell you that I've actually been really, really sick. When I was writing my notes for this episode, I had this cold and it started, it was actually almost two weeks ago that it started. I had a cold, I had a cough, and it did not go away. And I was feeling very, very weak, so weak that I could barely move. And usually this wouldn't be such a big deal, right? Like, so I have a cold and a cough. Why does it matter? So this episode isn't coming out till June, but I have to record them way, way in advance because, you know, I'm a busy working mom like you. But right now, as I'm recording this, it's the end of March and you all know that there's this scary virus out there and I'm coughing and I'm weak as a kitten. Am I scared? No. Do I know what to do? I sure do. Do you know why I know what to do? It's because yesterday morning, I spent 20 minutes journaling and writing down my thoughts about everything. I use a technique that's technically called morning pages, and for about 15 or 20 minutes, I fill several pages of a journal with my thoughts. And my thoughts were that I felt weak, and I wondered what I should do to get my strength back. And with this freeform writing, I got the answer because you know I had it in me all along. And the answer was that I needed a screen-free day to rest. For me, you all know this about me, screens are exhausting, whether I'm watching TV, email, Facebook, whatever it is, those screens take a lot of energy for me. And I need to fight this bug and I need to get better for my family, for you guys, so I can record. So in my journaling, I learned what I needed to do for the day, and I did it. Almost the whole day, okay, I'm not perfect, I stayed off screens. And instead, I spent the day vegging on the couch and just relaxing, and I finally feel like a different person. This made all the difference. What happened? I simply checked in with myself. I spent those 15 minutes journaling and I knew how to handle the situation. And you know what? Journaling works for me every single day. 
I get the answers I need. And it's so magical. No matter what I'm going through, the answers are there. They're ready to come out and they're ready to show me what I need to do. Now, if I hadn't experienced firsthand the effects of journaling, I never would have realized how powerfully it could help me. When I told you in the introduction that journaling is one of my most important tools, I wasn't kidding. It's right there with meditation and walking and the really important things that I do. Journaling is so powerful. It's so powerful that numerous studies have even shown that certain types of it can actually improve your physical health. The first time I read that, can I just tell you that I didn't believe it? I was like, I get how journaling can help you with your emotional health. That's really obvious. But your physical health? And I didn't believe the article. And the article actually linked to the study. And I actually had to read the study, all the scientific data, and the words that were hard to understand. And I struggled and I read it because that was the only way it was going to convince me that it really helped you physically. So yes, my fellow happy mom, journaling can even improve your physical health. I can't make this stuff up, right? It's in the scientific journals. According to the article, expressive writing can help make you healthier physically. But what is expressive writing? It's what I described in the story earlier. It's the type of journaling where you write down your emotions and your thoughts about stressful events, essentially anything you're thinking about. According to the article and the scientific research, this type of journaling can improve your immune system functioning, improve your lung functioning, reduce your blood pressure. If you're in the hospital, it could help you have fewer days in the hospital. I can go on and on. And as I'm researching this, I'm realizing there's not just one study. There are multiple studies. So my friend, you can guess that if expressive journaling is this good for your health physically, imagine how much better it is for you emotionally. For me personally, I find that when I journal about emotionally charged issues, it allows them to just dissipate. It just goes away. Whatever is bothering me, I have a solution or I think about it differently. And it just goes away very quickly. For me, when you write about something, I actually find that it could be even more powerful than talking about it. It seems like whatever's bothering me just seems to lose its power over me. Like I said, this is very, very powerful. I know it takes time. And that's why I'm telling you about how important it is. Because you don't have that much time. And I don't want you to waste it on something that's not going to actually help you. But journaling, it actually does. And I'm going to tell you the truth. And that is, I actually don't like to take the time to do my expressive journaling. And that is because it does take time. And almost every day, I'm going to just tell you the truth. I literally have to force myself to sit and do it because there's so much other stuff that needs to get done. The kitchen is probably a mess. The kids need me. Whatever it is, it's actually hard to sit and force myself to write, but I do it and I do it because it has such an impact on my emotional health, my physical health, everything. It makes all the difference. We've talked about now how journaling can make you healthier, but what about happier? I know you get that journaling can help you emotionally, but happier? 
Let's talk about that for a little. Excuse me if I butcher these names, but Alex Icahn and Uj Ramdas are the authors of The Five-Minute Journal. They write that journaling is the simplest, most effective thing you can do every day to be happier. But why? Why is journaling so impactful? Why am I telling you that it's a power tool? And I'm going there, my friend, because we can all use more happy in our lives. But here's what the research says. Expressive journaling, again, to remind you, that's where you journal about what you think and feel. Listen to this. It's linked to improved mood, improved well-being, and it reduces stress. Isn't this amazing? It really does make you happier. But I do have to warn you, and I'm experienced with this, and those of you listening who are also experienced with journaling, you may realize that sometimes it can get you down. You're writing about something upsetting that happened, and while you're writing, it can upset you a little. And the researchers have acknowledged that this is true. So they say sometimes in the short term, expressive journaling can bring you a bit down. But what they find in their research, and I agree based on my personal experience, is that in the long run, your negative emotions are less because you're processing, right? So sometimes it takes you a little time to process it. You can be a little upset as you're writing about it, but then you let it go. And that's what the studies find because you're making sense of whatever it is that you're experiencing and you can process it and release it. And I'm just going to tell you a secret as another mom to mom, and that is journaling is just the most amazing tool when everybody in your family or everybody around you is just getting on your last nerve. (laughs) I remember one breakthrough that I had a few months ago. I was writing about my kids who were not doing their chores, and I was not in a good mood. I was really upset by it. I remember that day I was so angry. I was seething. I couldn't even barely contain my anger. And you all know me. That's very rare for me to be so angry. And I knew that I had to get rid of this anger because it wasn't going to help anybody. So of course, I sat down and I wrote about it. And as I let go of the anger, I realized I was approaching my kids all wrong. Of course they weren't going to do what I asked when I came at them like a crazy, angry mom. Momster, as you know I call it. And I realized as I was writing that the whole purpose of them to do chores was for them to learn. It wasn't for them to reduce my workload, though of course that would be nice, my friend. That's just a side benefit. The real reason they're doing chores is for them to learn. And by me being so angry and resentful, I was losing sight over why they should be doing chores in the first place. So based on my writing, I decided to approach chores as if I was a teacher, not an angry, bitter mom. And this new way of seeing my family, of course, you can imagine, it just changed everything. I was approaching them differently based on what I learned in my journaling. And magically, they started doing their chores and I wasn't resentful. In this situation, and in almost any, this is just one example, it just shows that journaling, it's almost like you're having a coaching session because the answer is already within you. And when you journal, you are just getting that answer out. 
And in this scenario, I did have the answer. I just had to sit and focus and just get it out. And I did. I found it by myself. And that, my friend, shows why journaling makes you happier. After journaling, I was calm. I had a solution. I realized I was actually the one in the wrong, not my kids, despite my anger, which is actually, it sounds like a small thing, but that is huge. I let go of this terrible anger. And then you can imagine, I felt happy. I felt in control. I really, really felt very good about myself. And so my friend, I don't have the time to journal. I really don't. But this is why I still journal most days, because it has this big of an impact on me and everybody around me. Now let's talk about how to journal, because I'm old school. I personally like to journal by hand. And I know so many of you listening are going to struggle against that. And you know what? I'm going to tell you, just do whatever works for you. If you want to journal on a computer, that's fine. I personally feel that I process my thoughts differently when I actually write them down. I feel like it has a bigger impact on me. It helps me remember better. It helps me get out my thoughts better. But I'm not going to push my own beliefs on you. So do whatever is right for you. And if you decide to do it via computer, I'm even going to give you a resource. So I've heard really good things about this site called penzu.com, P-E-N-Z-U.com, and I'll put it in the show notes. Another way that people do it electronically is some people use Evernote. Other people just simply use a word processor. Whatever you do, I would just recommend that you put a password on it so that nobody can peek in your computer and see what's going on. And the way I kind of password protect my paper journaling is I purposely write very, very messy. And sometimes I'll even abbreviate a word. So let's say I'm writing about somebody in particular. I may just write the first letter of their name or whatever. So I kind of have a code and I usually shred my papers when I'm done. Nobody needs to see them. I don't need to reread them, so I'll just write and then I'll be finished. And if you decide to use electronic, there are also a million apps. So you could even find an app on your phone, whatever you want to do. It doesn't matter what you choose to do. Just journal. Just go ahead and do it. And don't underestimate the power of it because it is so powerful. Now, let's talk about the different types of journaling, because there are so many ways to do this, and every way is wonderful. Some may speak to you more, so I'm going to talk about all the different ways that I personally use. Let's start with my favorite, which are called morning pages. And first, do not let the name fool you. Yeah, technically, morning pages are supposed to be done in the morning, but you could do them any time of day. In the story I just told you when I was angry at my kids for not doing their chores, I think I journaled about that in the afternoon. It was bothering me and I just sat down and I journaled. It really doesn't have to be in the morning, but it can be. And the concept of morning pages came from a beautiful book called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. And the whole purpose of morning pages, as she wrote, was to help artists break through negativity and get back to creating. Because so many artists, we get stuck, right? We try to do something and we get stuck. 
But let me tell you, this concept of morning pages does not just apply to artists. And this book has become so incredibly popular. You are now going to hear morning pages everywhere. Now that you've heard it on this podcast, you are going to hear it mentioned all over the place because the concept has taken off. It's a very powerful journaling technique. And as you've seen so far, two examples, I use it all the time. Because what it is, is she wants you to write a stream of conscious for three pages. So what that means is you write your thoughts without editing. Whatever you're thinking, boom, you just write it down and you just keep going. She has you doing it for three whole pages. So you keep writing and writing without interruption until three pages are done. I'm a busy mom. You know me that I cheat by now. So I actually do two pages when I do this. That takes me a long time. That's enough for me. And I'm still getting it done. I said that you didn't have to do them in the morning, but there is power to doing them in the morning so that you actually get them done. It helps reframe your day. So it is powerful. I do recommend doing them in the morning if you can. And let me tell you, you've already heard, but these two pages can clear my mind. They help me release problems because I like to do them in the morning. It really helps me focus my day. These morning pages have been a total game changer for me. Total game changer. And I'm going to tell you that I don't go back and read them. Usually, like I said, I've written really messy anyway, but they're really to help settle my thoughts. Just kind of like if you're talking to somebody, you're not going to record it. The whole point is to the process, is to get it out. So it's the same with these pages. So after I write them, maybe a month later, I'll go ahead and I'll shred them. I can't wait for you to try this because, again, it's so simple. You're just literally writing whatever comes to your mind and you're solving problems and you're writing about things that bother you or whatever is in your mind to actually see it and process it and write it on paper. Very, very powerful. So go ahead, if you'd like to give this a try, see how it goes. You have nothing to lose. But my friend, why just stop at one type of journaling? Because I do several types. So another type that I really, really recommend is a gratitude journal. And I'll bet you've heard of this kind of journaling because it's very popular. And when I was researching about journaling and increasing our happiness, let me tell you, Gratitude journal was so high up on the list of journaling that makes you happier. There were so many studies and so many examples. I actually got a little overwhelmed looking at all of them. So if you need a shot of joy and if you need to be able to journal quickly, gratitude journaling is a great thing to do. And just like with morning pages, there are no rules. If you want to write down one thing you're grateful for, do that. If you want to write five things, do that. Whatever you want to do, if you want to write about something that happened, that's fine. It doesn't have to be so rigid. What I do is I buy a paper planner. The one that I like is by Katie Daisy. And it just has a little room for each day. And she's an artist. And the planner is so beautifully decorated. And it brings me joy. But you don't need a special planner. You could use any notebook. You could use whatever you want. And every night I go ahead and I jot down maybe three to five things that brought a smile to my face. 
It could be the walk that I had that day. Yesterday, I wrote about how beautifully my children were playing during the day. It could be anything. And you know what? If I don't get to it one night, the next night, I may fill it in for both nights. Again, I'm not so rigid, but I find that over time, gratitude journaling really changes you. And it was so funny because everybody talks about gratitude journaling. And I remember the first few months I did it, I actually stopped because I didn't see any change in me. I was writing this stuff and whatever. I just felt like it was all hype. But like with everything in life, like with exercise, you can't just do it once and expect to see results. The same thing with gratitude journaling. You really have to keep doing it and doing it. And then your way of thinking you're going to notice is going to change. Where throughout the day, you're noticing the things that make you happy. It's very powerful. Again, the whole journaling is very powerful. Here's the type of journaling now that you may not be familiar with. They're called journal prompts. And this is actually a great way to start if you've never journaled before. And I have a handout for you for this episode to help encourage you in your journaling and to help getting you started. And my handout for you are journal prompts, and I actually have 77 journal prompts in this handout. I have them under all different kinds of categories, so you can choose what works for you. Go ahead and download these in the show notes. And this, I think, is the easiest way and most powerful way to get you journaling. But let me explain what journaling prompts are. Journal prompts are thought-provoking questions. They could be lists, ideas, any topic that just gets you started. Because so often we just look at the empty journal page and we don't know where to start. We don't know what to do. So a prompt could be a question. It could say something like, what good thing happened to you? What do you enjoy for self-care? It could be anything and it gets you started. I also mentioned it could be a list. So let's say the journal prompt can be a list of 10 things you love about your children. Whatever it is, it gets you started writing, and usually it'll put a smile on your face. It'll make you think about something you haven't thought about before. Again, very, very powerful. So go ahead and download my journal prompts and get started on that because it is especially great place to start if you haven't journaled before. But even if you've been journaling since junior high, journal prompts are also a very good tool to use. Again, they really help you think in ways that you may not have thought before. I want to take you on a little visualization. Imagine this. Imagine you have a really, really rough day. You finally put the kids to bed. You're in your pajamas and you decide you're going to sit down for five minutes and you want to journal. But my friend, you've had a really rough day. You have no idea what to journal about. You just want to journal for five minutes and go to bed with a smile on your face. And now imagine that you have a list of journaling prompts. You sit down, you look through your journaling prompts, and you find one that works for you. Today, what works for you is a prompt that says, list things that you've done that you've previously thought that you could never do. And you start writing things that you've done that you thought you could never do. And five minutes goes by, then 10, and then 15. And you can't believe how long your list is. And you feel amazing. 
because you've just focused on your accomplishments and have totally forgotten about your bad day. Wow. And you go to sleep feeling so good about yourself? Do you see the power of journaling? Do you see how it could totally change your day? And also, do you see why these prompts can be really helpful, especially as a mom? When you need some help, you need a place to get started because you are just done. So that's just an example of how journaling can take you from a place of blah or meh or whatever you're feeling to one of joy. And in this example, it also even gave you a sense of accomplishment, and that can help with your confidence as well. So I saw a cute recommendation on the internet, and what the recommendation was is that you cut up a list of journaling prompts, and you can absolutely do that with the list that I've given you, and you put them in a jar. And then when you go to journal, you just reach in and you're surprised and you just pull out whatever prompt you pull out and that's what you journal about. Doesn't that sound like fun? I think that would also be great to do with your kids. Wouldn't that be fun for them too? Let them choose something to write about or let them choose what you're going to be writing about. I loved this idea. And then I thought we could even expand on this jar idea And I thought, what if you did your gratitude journaling and wrote down what you're grateful for and put it in the jar? I thought that would be a really fun project. And again, really fun to do with your kids. So you could have them write what they're grateful for, put it in the jar, maybe even have them decorate the jar. I mean, this journaling could be a lot of fun. And the cool thing is when you incorporate your kids, they see the benefits of it too. So I just wanted to throw out some fun projects that you could do with it. Now, the last type of journaling that I recommend for you are ready-made journals, because right now on the market, there are so many of them. Actually, my friend, I'm going to confess to you that I usually have to resist buying them because there's only so much journaling I can do in a day. And so many of them are so wonderful and so beautiful, and I wish I could use them all. But buy whichever one speaks to you. I'm not even going to recommend a specific one here on the podcast because we're all so different. You may like an artsy one. Someone else may like a thoughtful one. Another person may want one that they could do in five minutes. We talked about the five-minute journal. There are so many of them. I'll give you an example of one that I sometimes use. I have a journal called the Daily Greatness Journal. And here's an example of some things that it has me to record. In the morning, it has me record today. I accept that. Things I'm grateful in my life are. And there are a few more things. And then at night, it has me to record what went well today, what I'm proud of today. This journal just takes me a few minutes to fill out. But again, you see how powerful it is. I'm focusing on the good. It's very lovely. And especially, again, if you're new to journaling, buying a ready-made one can be a great place to start because you don't have to think. Just like with the journaling prompts, it helps you. It guides you. It takes you where you need to go. And you can't go wrong. These journals are so much fun, and some of them are so beautiful. So as we close, I'm wondering what kind of journaling resonated the most with you? When you listen to this podcast, go ahead to our Facebook community and let me know what your favorite type of journaling is 
or which one you want to try first after listening to this podcast, because all the journaling is just so much fun and it really helps you. It really helps you be happy. It helps you process things. Even as you heard, it helps you with your physical health. But you know, one of my favorite things about journaling is not something we've talked about yet, but it's the example you've set for your kids, right? Just like when they see you meditating or exercising or eating right, when they see you journaling, that is showing them about the tool of journaling. So one thing that makes me so happy is when I see one of my kids is upset and she'll go and she'll journal about it. And that's when I really feel like I have made an impact. I've done something right as a mom. So I encourage you to go ahead and journal, write your thoughts, let me know how it goes. And I thank you again for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would so appreciate if you could share it with a friend of yours. We have such important messages to share, my friend, such important messages. I would so appreciate if you could take a screenshot or just tell one other friend about this podcast so we could help more moms. I wish you the best. Catch you next time. 